Welcome back to OperaCast, where the roar of the leopard awaits you. I'm your host, Burhan, and today we're going to be touching on a sport that may not have the national presence like cricket or hockey does, but at the same time, it is still a relatively important sport in the rest of the world, and that is tennis. Tennis, an individual sport that tests your strength, speed, and skills, home to some of the best players such as Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. Here in India, however, tennis is not really known as much as some of the other sports. Although there was that one viral WhatsApp joke years ago in which a group of street cricket players explained to Roger Federer how the ball is used for cricket and the racket is used for swatting mosquitoes. But I digress. To shed some more light on this sport, we have our very own OIS tennis star, Ayan from grade 9 and we'll get to know about his passion of the sport. Welcome Ayan, great to have you here today, glad you could make it. Hi, thanks for having me. You're my pleasure man, how have you been? I've been pretty good, what about you? Yeah, yeah, I've been good too, I've been good too. So Ayan, I think that uh, a lot of your grade would know that you have a strong passion for tennis. You play it quite a lot and you watch it as well, quite a lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of talk to you about your love for tennis. So firstly, starting from the beginning, like what got you into it? So uh, it's a little complicated. So originally I used to play cricket. So uh, till I was eight or nine, I played cricket, but I moved out of India and I moved to Singapore, which is a country where cricket is not that big of a sport. So after trying to continue, we realized it was not going to happen. So my mom made me play another sport. So uh, as a kid, I used to play a little bit of tennis every now and then. So I got back into tennis and I didn't really start playing seriously until uh, fifth, sixth, uh, fifth grade, I think, so sixth grade. So I've been playing professionally, competitively, whatever you want to call it, for like three to four years now. Oh, wow. So I guess you've got your mom to thank for getting you into tennis, huh? Yeah, it wasn't my first sport, but I think I made the right choice. I'm happy for you, man. Thanks. So who are your favorite players in tennis? If you look at current players, my favorite like idol, I guess you could say, would be uh, Rafael Nadal. Then a couple of my other favorites would be guys like Dominic Thiem, Denis Shapovalov, Stan Wawrinka. So these are some players that I look up, Roger Federer obviously. Uh, these are some players that I personally love to watch and I really respect and enjoy watching. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch that much of tennis, but yes, I've definitely like seen Nadal and Federer in action on TV. Like, I mean, yeah. there's, there's a reason they call Nadal the master in clay courts. Yes, two of the greatest players ever in Nadal and Federer. Agreed. Agreed. So, do you consider like taking up tennis as just a hobby or you want to take it forward and move on with it as a career? Well, right now it's definitely not a hobby because I invest a lot of my time and efforts into tennis, whether it be waking up early, uh, working on my strength, conditioning or playing. 
I wouldn't call it a hobby. I'd call it not a profession either right now, but it's definitely something I want to look into. So right now the goal is trying to focus on college tennis and uh, using that to see what I want to do. So if I'm able to compete well at that level, then maybe look at going pro. Otherwise, if I'm not and it's like a reality check that, oh, I'm not good enough for this, then we stick to academics and go from there. But I'm not really sure. on where i want to go but i just want to train as hard as i can and you know be the best as, as like be the best version of myself and see how far that can get me yeah man don't worry your your time will come your time will come you just got to keep training and you know the opportunities will start flowing in yeah hopefully yeah, and with now personal project being introduced to ninth grade um you want, are you thinking of including tennis in your project somehow Well, I it's definitely possible. Uh we just got introduced to it I think like 2 weeks back, I'm not sure. So I'm I haven't really thought about it much, but it'd be nice if I could incorporate tennis cuz uh it's something I love and it would make personal project fun, like more fun for me and instead of doing something that wouldn't bring me as much joy. Yeah, agreed. Because personal projects, it's all about doing something that interests you. Because since we'll be doing it for, you'll be doing it for around like ten months, ten yeah, months. So, so, you know, you gotta have something that keeps you interested for that period of time. Obviously, obviously. And what what's your favorite part about tennis? What do you love about it most? Yeah. So I mean, I can't really pinpoint one specific thing that. It really entices me, but I'd say the overall game—it's just you know you're dependent on yourself, and that's really like what draws me. Because I've always been into sports since a kid, but I've never really liked the idea of team sports because I feel like I could do my best, and that's still not enough. Whereas tennis, you win or lose depending on how you play, and you're not dependent on other people. So that individualism kind of draws me. and it's also the ability to, to hit the ball and you get that feeling that you know like just middling the ball and hitting a perfect shot that's it's also something that really draws me and it's just a really fun game to play i just really enjoy playing yeah that i agree with and but besides you know tennis being mostly a solo sport there are tennis doubles as well right yeah so i do play doubles like with my friends but You know, no tennis player grows up thinking I want to be a doubles player. It's always singles and doubles is secondary. Like you'd play for fun, or you know, like professional doubles players. I'm pretty sure most of them started off as singles players and changed to doubles because they weren't good enough to play singles. So it's it really is like singles is the main main uh, division of competition you could say of tennis. Yeah, true. Uh, because. Even if you're good, even if you're gonna play as doubles, you have to start off by yourself. Yeah, yeah you have so. to like always. You have to get there by yourself. You have to play by yourself as well sometimes, and then only you can, you know, really like do doubles as well. Yeah. And any challenges that you find while playing? Uh, yeah. So it's it's a tough sport. It's not an easy sport to pick up. It requires a lot of off court work. So. apart from obviously the techniques and the skills it's a very physically demanding sport so say if i'm playing a tournament in mumbai and i have to, i want to win the tournament that's a match every day for 6 to 8 days depending on the tournament uh the matches can last for 
three hours. So it's a very physically tough sport. So this means a lot of time spent in the gym, running, strength building, weights. So it's a lot of off-court stuff, and it's a very mentally tough sport because if you lose concentration for like fifteen, twenty minutes, you can lose the match right there. So there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of work which goes on off the court which isn't seen, which is also probably more important, and that's what makes it really tough because you can't just play tennis and expect to, you know, like be successful. There's a lot of other work which. Oh, goes you're right. Into. You're right. and i'm sure that you'll also have to like react really quickly to the ball coming at you because you know in professional tennis matches as yeah. well the ball comes at you with high speeds so you have to have yeah it's a very yeah it's a fast fast not fast, yeah it's kind of fast paced and obviously reactions are key to get to the ball you know split seconds you know that really make a difference that quick first step being able to explode it's all really important and when you said that uh, it's not an easy sport to get into how long did it take you to get into it initially uh so initially say for the first year uh it it was i enjoyed it but i wasn't serious like i'd play maybe twice thrice a week but uh once i went for a inter school tournament uh, i stayed in singapore so when i'd gone to malaysia for like the school tournament and after losing really badly that kind of hit me that if i want to do this i want to like take it seriously so it took me like a year year and a half to really invest and you know train every day for like 4 to 5 hours so it's it took it took a while yeah honestly you can argue that uh, successful moments milestones can make you want to push yourself further but honestly sometimes it's the failures that really uh you know hit more yeah. than the milestones because at least you get to analyze you get to you know correct on what you on what you think you did wrong and sometimes that provides more room for learning as well yeah so i mean there's a lot you can take away like when i won my first tournament that was a great achievement obviously but you know it was the losing that came before that and like analyzing it with my coaches that really helped me get there so there's a lot which like it's the losing really helps you learn and then understand oh how what i need to do to win Yeah, I know. I completely agree, man. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh it was great. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thanks for It was great chatting with you about tennis. Yeah, how much you know about it. Thank you so much, man. No problem. Thank you so much, Ayan, for that insightful discussion. Next up, we have Mr. Rohan, tennis coach. who has been in the game for a long long time and we'll see what he currently has to say about the game hello mr rohan glad you could join us today my pleasure how are you today very well very well so mr rohan uh, i first of all wanted to ask you that you know how long have you been a player a tennis player and a now tennis coach for um i've been I mean I played professionally for about 20 years. Oh wow. I started at the age of 8 and I've been coaching now for about 5 years. Oh wow, that's amazing. And what is your favorite part about tennis from the 20 years that you've played and for the 5 years that you've coached? Well, I mean uh, tennis as a sport, you know, teaches you a lot. It's, you know, it's taught me a lot of things in terms of discipline and you know hard work and perseverance and you know so it kind of makes you makes you independent so that was one of the good things that I've taken out of tennis um and also you know the travel I've traveled the world 
you know, pursuing my passion, uh, which is extremely rare. You know, I don't think too many people can do that. Wow, you've played internationally? Yes, I have. I've uh, played for the country and I've uh, played the Grand Slams as well. Wow, nothing like a feeling of representing your nation. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's there's nothing greater than that. You know, the feeling of playing for the country and and seeing the flag and the national anthem. There's nothing greater than that. Yeah, it must be a great experience. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, people people look at you. Uh, you know, when you're representing your country with with envy. You know, it's just it's 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 an altogether different feeling. Yes, because there's so many people who would give to be in that same place that. you know you are in representing their own country it's like a lifelong dream for so many sportsmen out there absolutely absolutely and uh, in the tennis world who are your biggest inspirations your biggest idols mm i would say i mean i always enjoyed watching pete sampras he was world number 1 and he won around he's won around at 17 grand slams oh wow uh so he was one Uh, the other one that I really enjoyed watching was uh, Leighton Hewitt. He's, he was he's an Australian tennis player. He was number one as well in the world. Um, but just uh, what I take away from Hewitt is just his tenacity. You know, on the court, he was he was a fighter. He was hardworking, and you know, just the tenacity that he was show on court, trying to win each and every point. But I mean, both these guys now are retired, Pete Sampras and Leighton Hewitt. So in in the present i would probably say rafa nadal yes rafa nadal is a is an amazing player on the clay court especially yeah i mean but if you if you see the way he's you know gone about doing things very humble hard working you know doesn't talk a lot he just goes about doing his stuff very disciplined as well true true i've watched him play on tv is he he's a joy to watch honestly It's, it's but it's it's absolutely different when you watch him on TV and uh, you know when you're watching him live. Oh wow, you've seen him live? Yes, yes. That must have been an amazing experience. Yes, it was. I mean, just you know, just everything that he goes through, his routines, and you know, just the way he kind of um, you know approaches every point is is wonderful to watch. I I completely agree. So Mr Rohan you've uh, talked about how you've traveled the world you know pursuing your passion of tennis but at the same time I wanted to ask you that what are your views on the tennis scene here in India Um in India I think it's you know we've got very very talented uh, youngsters so in in terms of talent we're right up there with with anywhere anybody in the world but what we lack here is the infrastructure and the sponsorship you know it's it's um we don't have the facilities that everybody else have worldwide and um in that kind of holds us back from from achieving what we want to as as tennis players we are we are great as juniors you know the junior circuit we are we are very very good till the age of our 16 17 18 but then we kind of lose our way you know that's when the infrastructure and and the sponsorships come into play so that's where we kind of lack a little bit yeah you're right because once you go out of the junior stage and into the you know into the real world there's you have to do a lot to really get recognized and sometimes when the odds are not exactly in your favor it is it can get a little hard for that definitely definitely and 
and you know when you when you're when you're grooming youngsters to uh, take up a sport professionally you know in the infrastructure that you need is not is not there and it, it kind of starts you start grooming kids at the age of 10 and 11 and 12 that's when you actually need the infrastructure the, the facilities the sponsorships because there are a lot of hardships along the way that you got to encounter uh, in a kind of um, overcome as well so that makes a big difference true true and even if you may have like heaps of talent as well it's all about the environment and the setting which you play in because that can also greatly benefit your game absolutely talent only takes you to a certain level exactly once yeah. um, you know once you get to a certain point then it's all about the discipline the hard work and you know the patience that you show you know the the perseverance that you have and you know that takes it takes a lot to 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 get there doing Yes, not to mention to adapt to any situation as quickly as possible. Resiliency—that's that's a very big player, very big factor in sport. Absolutely, that's that's one of the reasons why I feel playing a sport teaches you a lot of things in life. You know, it kind of puts you in, in a real life situation that you can, you know, once whether you play sport professionally or not, it kind of helps you. Indeed, indeed, completely agree. So, Mr. Rohan. for those who are listening to this podcast and who might want to get into tennis in the future what advice would you have for them um a few actually a few points to think of is um one talent is not the end all be all it's going to be it's going to take a lot of hard work uh, a lot of patience um a perseverance um it's because it's you if you don't you don't make a career at the age of 10 11 12 you'll probably end up achieving your dream at the age of 24 25 26 or even later in some cases so it's a long road it's a long journey you've just got to stay patient you got to trust and believe yourself in in trying to achieve what you want to but um yeah trust hard work patience perseverance these are words that you associate with any sport in fact yes exactly it applies to every single sport and maybe not even just sports you know it's like in life in yeah, life, life. There's, there's something that you need yeah hence i think sport teaches you a lot um in life yeah agreed and it doesn't it doesn't just give you like physical benefits you know it can it toughens you up mentally emotionally it it helps you again bounce back resiliency absolutely and, and especially with with tennis it being an individual sport you're 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 out there all by yourself a lot of times when you're traveling you don't have a support team so you're you're just kind of fending for yourself and fighting for yourself in the in the world out there you know and there are and there are a lot of other people who who want to do exactly what you want to do you know exactly they want to achieve exactly what you want to achieve so you know you got to fight against them you got to kind of trust yourself and you know go there and do it true exactly because you can only you can only get so much help guidance and assistance and you can only receive so much feedback before you know you're all out on your own and you have to know what you're doing right what you're doing wrong without many people there to you know help you or assist you out with that absolutely absolutely and like i said tennis being an individual sport there are not too many people out there who you can travel with if you don't have the sponsors with you exactly and- yeah mr rohan thank you so much for coming it was an absolute pleasure talking to you and i wish you the best of luck in your coaching endeavors thank you very much my pleasure to be on your podcast thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much mr rohan 
It was great to see how you evolved as a tennis player. And now, it's that time of episode again, where we go back and we look at the questions that were asked previously. In this case, I'd ask that what you're looking most forward to when you go back to school. Unfortunately, little were we aware that the government was going to postpone our reopening date yet again, just mere days after I had released episode 7. Some of the answers that I got were A. meeting friends physically and B. exploring the school as a new kid, which I both agree with because a lot of us have not gotten to meet our friends at all since we parted ways last year's spring break. And many of the new kids who joined this year have not even gotten to see the school building at least once. Now with that being said, here's the question of this episode. What do you believe is the greatest sporting moment of all time? And it could be from any sport, could be any time period, anything. Do get writing on the Instagram story at albrightcast or send an email to albrightcast at gmail.com and some of the best answers will be shouted out in the next episode. And on that note, I would like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Just wanted to let you know that we've hit 150 streams on Spotify. Thank you guys so much for the support. It means a lot. I hope you all have a great day, a great two weeks, and I'll definitely see you in the next episode. Bye!